Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Certain wrestling moments are irredeemable. There's no genius fix with which to salvage something like the Shockmaster's infamously humiliating debut, nor is there any genius retrospective fix with which to correct the simultaneous death of the Fiend and the babyface Seth Rollins character. However, despite seemingly overwhelming odds, there are in fact ways of rescuing the following professional wrestling atrocities. I know, what a world. Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 terrible wrestling moments saved with one genius fix. Number 10, Bailey's horrendous main roster face run. Bailey was a WWE superfan and thus had to know she'd be expected to wield a kendo stick at some point or another. One is used in one in every four matches for Christ's sake. From a character perspective and a why in the hell would you do that to somebody you expect the audience to get behind perspective, the decision to book Bailey as an ostensible pacifist was just mental. The 2017 program with Alexa Bliss killed her babyface character dead. If WWE couldn't sanction or even understand a nice-hearted character in tune with her innocence, then why not use the storyline to reinvent Bailey as a vengeful, weapon-wielding ass-kicker capable of dishing out just harrowing, awesome beatings? Possibly with the guidance of, I don't know, Mick Foley? Adapt the core appeal of Joshi almost by using the dissonance of pigtails and bloodshed to get Bailey over as a killer or the cooler for how atypical she looks. It would have been magic. Number 9, the WWE Scramble Match Genre. Terrible is probably a bit strong here. Perhaps flawed is a better word. Interim champion the Brian Kendrick lives on in the niche wrestling lexicon, but with all due respect, that sequence of words hardly sings with the same gravitas as both feet must touch the floor, does it? Like the Royal Rumble, the championship scramble was a Pat Patterson creation, but his usual genius deserted him here, unfortunately. Two men started the match in which the last to win a four would emerge with the title, after which three followed in five-minute intervals. They were announced prior to it, removing any drama, and the crucial tone-setting first five minutes were largely pointless. But the major irony about WWE with its insistence that they make movies is that they are legitimately brilliant at promoting ballistic fatal five-way spot fests. Vengeance, Night of Champions, Extreme Rules 2017, Day 1. This mad subgenre is a guaranteed banger and could inform a scramble that might yet be saved. What if five men start, just go hell for leather for half an hour and shoot dopamine into fans' faces with relentless double-barrel barrages of near falls and actual falls? Sign me up. Number 8, The Invasion. How do you fix this all 
all-round damp squib of a once gloriously fantasized development? Well, hire Eric Bischoff immediately to add unfathomable shock intrigue where there's little star power. Don't turn Austin heel, ever. He was fading as a babyface but had a hell of an incoming heel act to work. Book venues in WWF and WCW Heartlands. And as DDP and Booker T are booked credibly, the deal starts to actually work. But knowing that they aren't quite Goldberg and Sting, have Bischoff reveal the actual genius fix and tease the living hell out of his secret weapon. Then in one last humiliating win over Vince, I know, just bear with me, he attempts to kill the WWF with the ultimate prototype WWF wrestler to underscore just how finished Vince was as a promoter. That man would then be revealed as Brock Lesnar, of course. Maybe that's not a genius idea or even a particularly good or feasible one. But everybody has their idea of how this should have been fixed, but the WWE tried none pretty much because they just didn't want to. Number 7. WWE's Burial of Sting The introduction of the Sting character and the purpose behind his jump to WWE was inspired. The vigilante had watched on from the shadows as Triple H's authority had rivaled even the NWO as a toxic presence. He was the anti-venom ready to sweep down from the rafters and burn down the empire. From the ashes, a meritocracy would rise. Except this framed the worked version of WWE as bad. So in a sharp narrative pivot, Triple H represented the Fed at Mania 31 and Sting, who couldn't possibly win, represented WCW. He lost because of course he did. Jump back to the Survivor Series beforehand, however, and Dolph Ziggler got over again in a great performance as the sole survivor. So why couldn't he team with Sting to take on Triple H and a mid-card a-hole of his choice? To A, tell the story as it should have been told, and B, get the new generation of talent, I don't know, over? This would involve WWE accepting that WCW used to be good though, pushing a smaller fella that fans liked, and treating tag team wrestling as something that wouldn't disgrace the precious WrestleMania stage. Madness, I know. Number 6. AEW's Constant Backstage Interruptions It's hardly something as bad as an all-time WrestleMania disaster, but by AEW's typical standards, yes, this trope is pretty terrible. Put the roof off any arena AEW typically plays and take a peek. Heels roam the halls, waiting for their rival to talk. They're either hiding or the babyfaces can't see two meters in front of them. Either way, it's a crappy, fake-feeling trope that they know is crappy and, you guessed it, fake. So why not create a set of rules and consequently a set of standards? Discipline drives creativity. Set a limit on how many interrupted promos and post-match beatdowns and obvious match results occur on each episode. Recognize that not every minor TV match requires a contrived angle to build it, and embrace the concept of a simple fixture more often. It better maintains the illusion of all this being a league. You're welcome, Tony. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Number five, the WrestleMania 25 main event. The main event of WrestleMania 25 becomes one of the most tedious nothing matches in the history of the annual spectacular when Triple H decides to put on his acting masterclass for our consideration. If he gets disqualified in bloody vengeance for Randy Orton terrifying his family, he loses the WWE Championship. His inner conflict and anguish between professional accomplishments and personal pride resulted in a lot of slow deliberation and the eventual effect is near-complete silence. The Texas fan were likely wondering when they were getting to the fireworks factory, that being the show-closing display that confirmed it was all over and they were allowed to go home. They should have just put the buggers in a Hell in a Cell match and be done with it. The bill promised a hysterical level of violence, the Triple H babyface character wasn't sympathetic enough to do melodrama, and incredibly, Triple H and Orton never did do a Hell in a Cell match together. That is wild. Number 4, the WrestleMania 26 Bret Hart vs Vince McMahon match. 10 minutes of dull, repetitive, intensely personal catharsis, themed worldwide on the biggest stage. It was a bizarre non-spectacle of an experience that just unsettled everyone watching, whichever side they were on RE Montreal. Instead of the attritional, almost disturbing scene to which we were subjected then, what if they just replicated the actual backstage fight? Even the most pitiful bootlickers would pay obscene money for CCTV footage of Brett socking Vince right in the eye for its historical value alone. Everybody else would watch it gleefully, pretending the scene was justice for their specific least favorite McMahon-created affront. Simply have Brett shoot punch him hours before the match, apply makeup to the black eye, then blam, shoot punch him again in the ring. Wrestling's white whale harpooned. Number 3, the alternate cut of Hart vs. McMahon. Mania 26 was just Brett after some bizarre on-the-night story involving the Hearts, repeatedly braining Vince with a tire iron after McMahon had almost broken his neck from an avalanche heart attack. He was better off taking the original pissed up in a bar. Except the stop-stop-he's-already-dead match wasn't quite Brett's last in-ring appearance. Beyond some house-show cameos and a tag opposite Alberto Del Rio, which nobody deserves for the last match, not even Triple H, so let's pretend it didn't count. Brett lasted something of note at SummerSlam 2010, and it wasn't remotely awful, acting instead as inspiration for our genius fix. The Brett vs. Vince feud dovetailed with John Cena vs. Batista, as WWE idly entertained the idea of running a tag. This is the direction they should have gone in. Cena-Batista was overshadowed completely by Shawn Michaels vs. Undertaker 2, and as a rivalry between two WWE full-time headliners was invariably 
set for two more matches anyhow. Brett lit up the crowd against the Nexus at SummerSlam, and although it would require at least 10 minutes of John Cena failing to sell, the outgoing Batista was bang up for some big bumping, which would have doubled the fun of Brett's comeback. What a missed opportunity. Number 2. Goldberg's First WWE Run Goldberg's deathly dull first WWE run, in which the man was instead treated as another piece of WCW crap in long, tedious, and damaging matches that slashed his aura far more effectively than a car window. Goldberg was a cool, awesome, and major-drawing attraction because he didn't sell. He was an intense wrecking machine, so WWE made him sell. This was like if they actually won the MJF bidding war and gave him a mute gimmick. Instead of trying to make Goldberg work, something they doubted he was capable of in the first place, why not have Vince say as much on camera and tell Goldberg that he'd have to start at the bottom if he wanted to make it in WWE, pal? This paving an awesome jobber-strewn path to Triple H, who would sell the threat by showing more ass by the week. There was enough development clowns to smash through, John Laurinaitis helpfully created a surplus. Number 1. The AEW Revolution Dud after a sensational modernization of a fabled match genre you could scarcely believe was real from the description alone, Kenny Omega fails to explode John Moxley at Revolution 2021. He did a better job of blowing up Rich Swan. It's such a shame too because the exploding barbed wire deathmatch is so well thought out. The core feature of suspense is both preserved and subverted. A unique environment is utilized to both deliver and protect an absolutely ingenious one-winged angel nearfall, and the explosions without being insane were adequate at the very least. Then the whole thing blew up in AEW's face, figuratively of course, because the external production unit Tony Khan hired turned out to be a crew of absolute clown grifters. The genius fix? Well, there are two as it goes. Number one, ask the guy you filmed to hype the lore of the match, Atushi Onita, for help. He was saddened by the pyro display and even bettered it in collaboration with US indie H2O, which hardly has the same budget as AEW. Slip him a few more quid and he'd have obliged, surely. Number two, knowing ECW's cursed luck, anticipate that this sort of thing is doomed stateside. Buy some party kazoos in advance and quickly put them in the hands of Omega and the Good Brothers. Activate Plan B as a deliberate humiliation and pretend it was the original idea. Make John Moxley feel like Dean Bloody Ambrose again. That is more painful to him than any bomb. Believe that. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.